If you have chronic pain, this is the podcast for you. I can't promise you'll feel any better, but you will feel less alone. Sending you gentle hugs. My name's Crystal Chavez. I live with fibromyalgia and rheumatoid arthritis. We're in this together. Take your time, find a comfy spot, curl up with your favorite blanket, and a warm cup of tea if you wish. Today, I want you to do something for me. I have a little favor to ask. Keep an open mind. We're all on different parts of this chronic pain journey. What works for some doesn't work for others, and that's okay. Stacy Obide is a clinical health psychologist at UT Health San Antonio. She got interested in working with patients with chronic pain when she was in graduate school. These individuals would come in with really debilitating conditions with no answers. That really piqued my interest to figure out how can I help and support this group of individuals with this debilitating condition that oftentimes is ignored. You're told, well, it's all in your head, just go see a shrink. And so I thought, well, they're in pain. Uh, There's a reason they're in pain. And so if we can at least help them make sense of the pain, especially if there's no cure, that would be wonderful. And that's what Dr. Obai does now for a living. She says treatments for chronic pain don't have to include expensive surgeries or procedures. Things that they have access to in their backyard in terms of if you have a place to walk, that is a true and tried intervention that works fantastic for managing different types of chronic pain. I know when I take light walks a few times a week, I definitely feel better. Dr. Obide's specialty is behavioral interventions for chronic pain. She recommends exercise, stretching, and something called cognitive behavioral treatment, or CBT where you process pain in your brain, where you process physical pain is actually the same place that your brain processes emotional pain, social pain, and a lot of patients don't realize that. And so one of the things that CBT works with is your perception of the pain that you have, your chronic pain experience. She says a lot of patients with chronic pain have had multiple procedures that haven't worked especially if the patient's goal is for the pain to go away. Which is very, very common and really unrealistic for, uh, for chronic pain. And so CBT really teaches patients, how do you live a life that's with functionality with your pain? She says CBT helps her patients tackle some of those negative thoughts they have. This is the worst pain ever. It's never going to go away. I'm never going to be able to do the things I used to do. Those really absolutes that people tend to focus on uh, can really, really cloud your pain experience. So CBT really focuses on some of those maladaptive thinking processes to teach patients how to realistically. It's not positive thinking. I know some patients may say, (laughs) is this just positive thinking? I'm like, absolutely not. Um, That doesn't work. Um, But CBT does because it teaches you how to take unrealistic thoughts to make them more realistic for that person's particular pain experience. So CVT is about changing how we talk to ourselves about our pain, being more realistic about it. Accepting it, maybe? So there's another um, behavioral intervention called acceptance and commitment therapy, or ACT is what we call it for short. ACT is about actively accepting your pain versus doing so passively. Very different experiences where patients may say, well... 
this is the best it's going to get, so I'm just going to just deal with this and do the best I can and, you know, maybe um, go do PT or maybe do my exercises, but why even bother because this is not going to get better. That's passive acceptance. That does not work. ACT teaches people to say, this pain's here. Am I going to let it get in the way of the values in my life? Maybe my value is being a grandmother. Maybe my value is being a teacher or a good friend. And so it's how having someone understand that, can I have pain and still live a value-driven life? Things that I find meaningful or valuable. So ACT really helps uh, with the pain acceptance piece, which is oftentimes one of the most difficult pieces of chronic pain to manage is this notion of, oh, wow, this really isn't going away, and how do I live my life with this really debilitating condition? Now, let's just stop for a second here, because I know what many of you are thinking. Is this Dr. Obide one of those doctors that wants to take my medications away? Because I need them. I asked her straight up, and she's emphatic that that's not the goal. Pain medications aren't the enemy. Obide says while the nation's opioid crisis is very serious, physicians are now stuck with these recommendations to taper people off their pain meds too quickly. She says the response to the opioid crisis shouldn't be so black and white, especially when it comes to chronic pain patients. There's a lot more gray. Our goal is not to quote-unquote take, take the medications away. It's how are the medications helping you have a life with functionality? Our role is to help the medications help you effectively. And so if someone's on medications, but they're quite sedentary, and they're really not exercising, they're not stretching, they're not really following the recommendations for chronic management, then that's a problem. And so we may have to realize, maybe we have to readjust medications if it's not doing what it's intended to do. But if the medications are helping you go to SeaWorld with your grandkids. You know, you haven't been able to go to SeaWorld and walk around for ages and ages, and now you're like, okay, great. I'm, I'm using my pain exercises and the medication and the CBT skills that I've learned all together to help myself manage pain. That's a much different way to view it. I personally won't be ditching my meds anytime soon, but I am open to exploring other tools for my chronic pain and fatigue. Now people are learning what us in the psychology world have known for, for a long time, that CBT and ACT are incredibly uh, well-researched and great interventions to manage chronic pain. It's just people are now learning about it in the past five years, and so um, that's one of the reasons why I was really excited to do this podcast was to bring more attention to we have great interventions for chronic pain. It's just people don't have access to get those interventions. And so my hope is that now that people can hear about it, now they can ask their primary care providers or their pain medicine specialist or whoever is taking care of their pain to say, hey, what about these other things besides this nerve block? Uh, can I do something else besides this procedure to manage my pain? If you don't have health insurance, Dr. Obide recommends checking in to see if you're eligible for county health assistance or there might be a university near you that may have students who are looking to treat people at little to no cost or on a sliding scale. The takeaway, if you are listening to this and you have chronic pain and you're 
either not getting help for it or you feel you're getting underhelped, so to speak, for it, um, is to speak up. The, the best advocate for yourself is you, and um, you might feel kind of put aside or my, my medical team doesn't take me seriously, and, and that's a real thing, and I definitely want to, to not discount that. And at the same time, I still would encourage you to continue to ask for the treatment that you deserve. That's, I think that's the biggest takeaway is that people oftentimes are really not getting the treatment that is needed for chronic pain. And so ask for it. Ask for it. You deserve it. Ask for it so we can get that good treatment to you. If you have chronic pain or if you love someone who does, please share this podcast with them. I want to hear your stories. Email me anytime at chronictogether at gmail.com. This lovely song is Blood Pedal by Blue Dot Sessions. I'm Crystal Chavez. Take care. <laughs>